Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Unwind with Lemon Drop. This is your host, Lemon Drop, and this is episode number seven. So I actually skipped last week because the week before that, I recorded an episode and then I had a bonus episode. So for the ones who haven't listened to Dark Girl, Dear Dark Girl, go listen to the episode. That was basically like my personal tribute to dark-skinned women just wanted to let them know that they are definitely loved beautiful um and that we just need to come together as a black community and just end all this light skin versus dark skin shit i come from a long line of very strong black women and i'm so very proud to have all shades in my family 99 percent of them are dark and i think it's a beautiful thing um, and I actually wish I was darker. So I just think that black women are everything. I mean, who doesn't love a black girl? But anyway, y'all. So for this week, I got a little nasty stuff for you. Um, <laughs> this is a funny little topic. So we're going to talk about BDSM. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about intimacy and why it's important. So let's jump right into the first subject, the first topic, BDSM. For the ones that do not know what that is, let me first um, explain what vanilla sex is. So vanilla sex is your average, normal, basic sex. And let me just go ahead and say, first off, it's fine if you don't agree with some of the stuff I'm about to talk about. It's okay if you haven't tried it yet. It's okay if you're a very vanilla person. It's perfectly fine. Not everyone is going to be into the same things. That's the beauty of sex. Like, there's so many different things you can do. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's fetishes and likes are different. Everybody's bodies is different. So, don't think that, you know, you're weird because you don't practice these things or you don't do these things. Um, So if you're one of those vanilla sex people, then cheers to you. Like, you know, do your thing. Y'all got me some red wine over here. So if I start slurring my speech, I'm sorry. But it's like 12.5%. So it's about to get me lit. And I'm already like halfway done with it. So let me take a step. But so I'm going to explain to y'all what BDSM is. And after you listen to this podcast, just go on to um, Pornhub or RedTube or XXX, no, XXNX.com. That's sad. I know all the sites. But go and type in BDSM, and then you can get a visual of what it's like. Really, but like porn, I feel like it's more on the fake side. Like, it's like, it's dramatic. But I don't know. I, I really can't say, but... Um, some of the shit you you can tell that it's not real, like it's just for the camera. Okay, so what BDSM is? So basically, BDSM is a variety of erotic role playing involving bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission. So typically, what you have is you have a dominant, which is a dom, and then you have a submissive person, which is the sub. So the dom is the person that pretty much controls the sexual relationship. Typically, it's a it's a male, it's a guy, um, but sometimes you do have women that are doms and men that are subs. Subs are the person that pretty much 
takes all the orders. Um, they listen to whatever the doms say. And they're usually the people that are actually receiving the pleasure or pain. So let's get into that part. So I know you guys have, I know you guys have seen um, Fifty Shades of Grey. And if you haven't, you know, it's a book and it's a, it's a movie, a couple of movies. And the guy in the movie, he's into some freaky shit. Like, I think on the last one, he had her wear like some anal beads or some crap like that to dinner. Um, and that turned him on. So typically the Dom, they get turned on by watching someone either, you know, receiving pain or pleasure. So with Fifty Shades of Grey, you pretty much seen how they combine sex, power, and pain. And a lot of times the pain part isn't like serious pain like it's that kind of pain that kind of like feels good so you want a little bit more um that makes sense so the type of toys that are usually involved when it's some some pain shit going on um is usually like paddles you have whips leather whips you have rope you have nipple clamps um and those are like clamps that just go on your nipple and then basically um kind of make sure of course your nipples harder and if you have very like sensitive nipples um, that may or may not feel good to you, and then you have like nipple suctions, um, and then you have, I mean, I guess like, yeah, like anal beads and different type of vibrators, like extra power vibrators, like super hard vibrators. Um, and then you have people that enjoy like knife play, I'm in bondage so like you would get tied up or have some type of blindfold or a whip and it's kind of like a role play type of thing like if you're a sub then you're pretty much gonna be in a position to where whatever your dom says you're gonna listen and a lot of times they call them like daddy or sir it's more of like they're in control in command and you're just a little puppy dog like you're gonna do whatever they say um a lot of times some well some people are into like extreme bdsm um and i know most people won't typically like agree with it a lot of it is real taboo and it's some shit that you wouldn't even talk about like golden showers and stuff if you don't know what that is that's when someone urinates on you um, and then you have like fisting. So that's like extreme BDSM. Um, and for the ones that like receiving pain, I mean, they'll go as far as to like using toys that'll like suction like your vagina so much to where it's like super swollen and irritated. So it just, it just depends on what you are into. Now, if you've never done BDSM play, I wouldn't advise you to, like, jump right into it and go straight to the extreme. Like, you got to go in baby steps. So, it's very important if you think you may be into um, being a dom or submissive, you would have to find somebody that is pretty much on your level. And when I say that, you guys have to have some type of, like, connection, number one. Because you can't, you can't have 
this type of relationship with just anybody. Both people have to be on one accord. They have to be on the same page. And there has to be some type of understanding and boundaries. Um, you're going to need safe words. You're going to be, you're going to have to be 100% comfortable with taking orders if you're a sub. And then if you've never been the type to be in control, then you're going to have to learn how to be a dom. So I think it would, I think it has a lot to do with like your personality overall anyway. Um, like a shy person wouldn't necessarily be like a dom, if that makes sense. Um, so a lot of the people that are doms, they're more like the powerful and want to be in control. I'm not even going to say manly because I know women can be doms too. But just they love power. They love control. You know what? They would probably be Aries like me because I like being in control. But sometimes it's good to be a sub. And there is even relationships um, where you guys switch roles. So it depends on the situation or the person. So you may be a dom with this particular person, but you may be a sub with the next. So it just depends on how you guys vibe and your connection in the bedroom. Because it's all about that type of energy in the bedroom. Because like I said, you can't do this with just anybody. Um, and I got some little... If you hear these papers rumbling, it's because I wrote down a bunch of stuff. For me to talk about during this topic. So, a part of BDSM, which is something my friend wanted me to talk about, um, and I never really heard of this up until like she told me. I never heard of it, but there is a thing called edging. Edging is basically building an extreme orgasm. So, if you've heard of peaking or surfing or orgasm training or orgasm denial that's what it is it's basically you are receiving or giving some type of pleasure and you either won't allow yourself or you won't allow that person to reach orgasm so you do that constantly up until it's not really like a amount of times you have to do it but Typically, from what I've researched, people will do it like two or three times during having sex. And it pretty much just makes your ultimate, last, or only orgasm of the day or night during that sexual experience like super extreme because you've been holding back and you basically don't allow yourself to have orgasm. So that means if you're receiving head or giving head, you would... You know, go about doing the motions, doing what you got to do. And right before they're about to or you're about to come, you will stop and then do something else. So you're not allowing yourself to reach the, your climax, if that makes sense. Um, and I've never tried it on purpose, but I know a lot of times, I don't know if you guys have, but I know if you're having sex and you don't want to come super fast you'll make yourself not come and it's more of like a mental thing too because i know like with me i can control it with my mind i can kind of like tell my body like no we're not doing that right now <laughs> we got to keep going um so it just depends on the person and the more you practice 
the better it is. Um, and I guess you're wondering, like, how can you, like, know to stop before this person comes? Or well, you definitely have to pay attention to their body language, um, their breathing, um, just overall, like, what that person is doing at the time. And you'll understand, like, okay, this is the point where I don't need to go any further. And and everybody's different. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, it's just, it's something that you would have to practice doing because some people can't control that. Like, their mental state or at that time when they're having sex isn't all the way there. And then some people have very sensitive genitals. Um, so it's not something that everybody probably can do. And like I said, people, y'all probably didn't done it like, you know, not even on purpose, not even realizing that you did it, you know, just some shit people do because they might come easily or they may, it may be super fucking good at the time. And you're like, I don't know, like we only been fucking for 10 minutes. I got to keep going. So it just depends on the person. Um, and I thought that was very interesting because I didn't know people actually did shit like that because I'm thinking like when you have sex, the whole purpose of fucking is for a fucking orgasm. But I guess it would be fun to kind of like control. It's like you have control of your body and the situation. And like I said, when you finally get that orgasm, it's going to be like extreme. Um, so let's go back to dom and sub roles. So... For the submissive role, um, a lot of times in certain situations, it will be a relationship like the submissive person enjoys not listening for punishment. And when I say punishment, so the Don may send a text message or call and be like, hey, send me a picture right now. Or I need a picture by lunchtime. Or when I see you tonight, you better do this. And the sub role may not listen on purpose because they want that punishment. And that's part of the whole role playing. So if they want more punishment, then they're not going to listen. So if they want to be tied up longer, if they want to be slapped longer, if they want to be slapped harder, if they want to the dom to be more aggressive then typically they won't listen they'll go against whatever the dom says and then the dom gets off by you know telling the sub what to do knowing that hey i'm gonna have to do this to this girl this man because they didn't listen so it's like a sir madam like daddy like little bitch (laughs) like type role so of course, you're going to have a lot of name calling and stuff like that. And that's just part of the role play. So if you guys haven't seen any porn that is BDSM, I would say go and research. Go look at one. Um, a lot of it, it looks super dramatic and super fake. But try to find like the more homemade type shit. Um, and you'll see like a lot of spankings. Um, a lot of crawling whips, um, leashes, stuff like that. And don't just knock it off your list of shit that you wouldn't do because you never know. You may get with somebody that wants to do those type of things. And that's the thing about like 
a sexual relationship with someone, you have to be pretty much open with whatever they want to do because it's a compromise. And so if you are one of those vanilla vanilla guys or girls out there that just want to do straight up missionary regular sex, oh, I don't give head, I don't do this, you need to wake up, sweetie. It's 2019 and it's a whole lot of shit out here and and if you don't do it they will find it someplace else bottom line seriously um you have to be open and and i think that goes back to just you being comfortable with your own body and your own self um and if you're okay with who you are and your self-image then trust me you'll be willing and ready to try any fucking thing because there's a lot of shit out there that feels amazing and you don't have to be embarrassed and you don't even have to be the type that's just out here fucking any and everybody like find you one or two people or whatever the fuck you want to do um if you're in a relationship you're married or you got a little boo thing and another little boo thing on the side like as long as you're safe and careful like try new things you won't know what you like unless you try it so don't knock it off your list don't knock it till you try it. Um, it. It is something that's very not common. And it's definitely not common, I believe, like in the black community. I've never heard anybody talk about it. Um, I do listen to this other podcast. And she brought it up. Like, I think her podcast, I want to say, is actually, like, circled around that. Like, that's pretty much all she talks about. And just, like, the the whole just how people view it and and, and shit like that and she kind of goes into detail of how it is being like a black girl in that in that type of role because typically you wouldn't think that you know we were into that type of shit but we are and that's the whole thing like with porn and stuff like you 75 percent of the time you're gonna see images of white people but black people fucking too we fucking a whole lot (laughs) a whole lot um and we're having fun sex and we're having careful sex but of course you know they're gonna put out images of what motherfuckers want to see and you know they they hate black people so they ain't trying to put this out there like that but um there's a lot of things out there that you guys can try um and just try it you never fucking know like i don't think i would be into fisting but hey you never fucking know the shit might feel good but I'm just like envisioning that like no I don't think I would like that but I'm just saying like you know you may like it and there's a lot more that I didn't cover so I don't want anybody writing me like oh girl you missed this you didn't talk about this like look I'm not trying to give you the whole fucking rundown because there is other parts of it that I don't even want to talk about because me personally I would never fucking be into like sadism and shit um but it's some weird shit out there if you want to go google stuff like that um it's a lot of weird shit like knife play I wouldn't do that um there is ones that want to like pretend like daddy and daughter like to me no that's just too crazy or incest and just no or they want to act like oh you know i broke into the house and you're a burglar and a victim and forcing themselves like no to me that's weird like i can't get into that but i can get into listening 
to whatever the dom says or you know I'm, i would like to probably be in control um because i think like i said aries i'm aries most of us like to be in control we're dominant so that would definitely be a fun role so go google go do your research try it out if you guys want to spice up your sex life with your significant other that would be something different go buy some little nipple clamps or you know a leather whip and some chains a sex swing you know all of that and just try it and you you'll never know like randomly text your girlfriend or your boyfriend and be like send me a new right now you know just get it get it popping so i'm gonna jump off that topic because i've been talking about it for like 20 minutes and like i said i missed a lot but i want y'all to go out and research and try it let me know what you think i'm pretty sure you won't tell me but yeah so this next subject is intimacy why it's important this is very important y'all i feel like when people hear the word intimacy they automatically think sex or touching and that's not necessarily true um so i'm going to give you a little background on the word so the word intimacy actually originates from a latin word which means intima well, it is intima, which means inner or innermost. So I read this quote and I, I really liked it. It said, the outstanding quality of the intimate experience is a sense of being in touch with our real selves. It allows us a fresh awareness of who, what, and how we are. So the way I took it is being intimate with someone is literally being in tune with who you are and what you're about bottom line so you really can't be intimate with someone until you're 100 percent aware of who you are and it allows that person to reach like another part of you that most individuals don't see um, intimacy doesn't necessarily have to mean, like I said, physical touch or sex like that. Like just sharing details about your past or your current life with someone is a part of being intimate. Um, to me, it builds like a stronger connection with whoever you're dating or you're talking to, or it may just be like a friend. But like I said, sharing details on like your past, shit you didn't been through, um, your goals, it allows you to have like an emotional connection it's kind of like allowing people to touch like your deepest sensitivity so you're allowing this person this individual to see a side of you that most people don't see because we all go to work and we have you know our relationships and our children and we go about the motions of everyday life and usually the only people that really know who we really truly are are the people that we date and not every relationship is like that like you do have people that just coexist and they don't open up and nine times out of ten their relationship is not gonna last because you have to have some type of intimacy for their relationship to prosper so 
that's the whole point of me explaining to you guys what it is so that you can probably try to, you know, implement that into your personal relationship. You can go back and see like, okay, wow, I really haven't been intimate with this person. And then you'll, you'll probably find out that the core problems of, of what you guys have is probably because intimacy is lacking. Because to me, that's like one of the, the strongest qualities your foundation needs um, because it kind of just makes you appreciate that person even more when you share that type of connection um and physical touch is a part of being intimacy you know being intimate um not saying that it's just ruled out but that's not the only thing but some physical touch that is needed to be intimate is like cuddling you know small gestures small hugs kisses not like head on like fucking i'm talking about like the things that you do when you don't you don't even think about it if that makes sense like the kiss on the forehead or the kiss on the neck or the kiss before you walk out the door it's those things that you do that you wouldn't typically like think about that makes sense hold on y'all i'm gonna take a sip of my wine but it's those things that you do without thinking that shows that person that you really care about them because you're not going to kiss a random bitch on the forehead and you know during sex you're not going to kiss somebody on the back of the neck if you don't fucking like them it's like a sign of affection like oh you know you're special i really like you so that's very important and to me a stronger intimate relationship equals a better sex life so intimacy talking to each other asking each other how your day was communicating um going on dates that's part of being intimate doing things that your partner likes to do um doing little small things for that person small gestures cards flowers um shit even small things like making their favorite meal or you know setting their clothes out before they get in the shower or just little things like that that's a part of being intimate and it definitely makes a better sex life because sex starts outside the bedroom and i'm gonna shout out my friend she knows who she is um but she got me to listen to this podcast um and i love it like they're so raw and real and that was one of the things they talked about how intimacy starts outside the bedroom and it's so fucking true like people think that okay let's say you know you're in a relationship people think that oh when you get home you horny they horny oh i'm gonna you know touch on a little bit kiss on a little bit or i'm gonna get a little tipsy and then we're gonna fuck no because if you guys haven't been communicating prior to that and you haven't been intimate prior to that that sex is basically gonna either be meaningless boring or it ain't gonna happen so that means that you literally have to start being intimate outside the bedroom to make that sex life greater so that means that you're going to have to start talking. That means you're going to have to start cuddling. That means you're going to have to start 
slapping slapping on ass and kissing on foreheads and kissing on cheeks and rubbing and being affectionate in public and you know just doing all those little small gestures because that's gonna number one show that person like you're into them because number one you have to let your partner know that you're attracted to them and I think that's the that's the area where a lot of people lack um especially when you've been with someone for so fucking long you forget to do those small things because think about it in the beginning you know they told you how fine you were and how sexy you were and can keep their hands off you um and then you guys let's say i've been together three four years now and it ain't popping like that no more and not every relationship was like that but i'm just speaking from what i've witnessed personally and you know just people in general like everybody is different so you just have to kind of remind yourself on why you got with that person and you don't let that flame die down if that makes sense because that is a major part of being intimate and you want to make your partner feel comfortable if not then the sex is going to be one-sided you're going to be excited and that person is going to be over it before it even begins and that's the issue so you got to get that that motor running before you press on the gas you got to turn it on like you can't just think you about to get some pussy or whatever and you haven't even put in any work so we we have to definitely start appreciating and loving our partners more and just letting them know that they are valued um you definitely don't want to make someone feel like they're a piece of me because it may be the opposite it may be you this person can't keep their hands off them and they're so attracted to them but they may feel used because you haven't done anything else other than want to fuck them so like i said intimacy starts outside the bedroom so we just definitely need to start paying attention to our person whether it's your wife husband you know whatever boo thing start paying attention to them to their emotions to how they feel talk to them like that's the sexiest thing to me if i can have a conversation with you and we can get on one accord we can talk we can just talk about whatever and we can vibe that right there is gonna set the mood off top you know what i mean so look into that try to figure out if you're lacking in a certain area um and nine times out of ten every relationship can use a little work so for the ones that are like oh my relationship good i don't need no help in that no everybody can use a little work in some areas and i know intimacy is definitely an area that like i said the longer you've been with someone the harder that area becomes because you guys get so wrapped up in just like paying bills working living life and you find yourself only being intimate you know oh i'm gonna give you a kiss on the cheek or i'm gonna kiss you before you leave and you know whatever you just it's kind of like a job but you don't want to make it seem like it's a job no matter how long you've been with someone and then you can ask any couple that's been married for a very long time and they will tell you that that nigga had to keep doing the same shit he was doing or that woman had to keep doing the same thing she was doing like you can't lose though that spark you you got to keep it going because if, if you lose that then that relationship is not gonna last 
And if it does last, you guys are going to be bitter and irritated and angry with each other all the time. So just take the time out to figure out where you're lacking um, and realize that it's okay to not be 100% perfect in that area. And just remember that intimacy is not about physical touch all the time. Now, it is important to do those things. But like I said, intimacy starts outside the bedroom. So start talking. Start, you know doing those little flirtatious things that you used to do in the beginning of the relationship and i promise you you gonna get the ass every time you gonna get some booty every single time and for the women that are listening because i know i don't have a lot of guy followers right now but for the women that are listening and if you agree with me then this is a conversation that you need to bring up with your person with your guy you need to sit down and have that talk with them and it's not an easy conversation to have but you just have to let them know hey you know when we started dating it wasn't like this like we did x y and z now that we got kids and we working this much and we trying to we were trying to reach all these goals we're forgetting on forgetting basically where we started and how we fell in love with each other and it's okay to you know, spurge a little bit and go on dates and, and have a long time. So don't take that shit for granted because you'll look up and five or six years then pass and you're not even 100% happy because you guys are lacking in that area. So I think I'm going to end this podcast on that note. Um, thank you all for tuning in to the last seven episodes. Um, I'm going to try my best to continue to record every week. I started a new job and my schedule is like super weird. Um, so I got a lot of shit you now, but I am going to try to start like recording at least like two or three episodes at a time. That way I can still release every Monday. Um, and I do have a special guest coming, I guess on, I think it's like the second, the first of the excuse me the first or the second she's supposed to come um and so that's gonna be fun we're gonna talk about sexuationships so those relationships that really ain't together but it's all about sex um we're also gonna talk about like friends with benefits um and some more relationship stuff and a little bit of sex so i hope you guys tune in um once again i would love it if you went to like comment rate subscribe to the podcast um my views have went down i'm kind of mad about that y'all like come on now i know y'all busy but you know tune in you don't have to be on monday but whatever day you guys are free during the week it's only 30 minutes of your time and i promise you you're gonna learn something every time you listen um but just take the time out to let me know how you like it send me an inbox send me um a rating a comment and you don't even have to write nothing. You can literally, like, click how many stars you think I deserve. And if it's one, it's better than nothing. I'd rather you guys rate me one star than no stars. So, <laughs> y'all know the deal. Until next time, I want y'all to stay bitchy, beautiful, and black. And I know every time I say that, I do, like, a different order because I really haven't, like, thought about it like that hard. But I literally, like, say that every time because that's what comes to my mind. Like, black women... We beautiful as fuck, bitchy as hell, and we black, you know? So, bye, y'all.